Have you ever had to cut an outdoor adventure short or avoided a spontaneous adventure altogether because you didn't have the right gear to keep going? When you venture away from home to enjoy the outdoors, especially with kids, you don't always know where it's going to lead. In this episode, I'm going to tell you all about what I'm keeping in my car this spring to help us be able to say yes to playing outside and to avoid having to cut our adventures short. Listen in. Welcome to Happy Outdoor Families, the podcast that encourages and equips families to spend more time exploring and playing together outside. I'm your host, Emily Eisenbarger, and I hope that as you listen in each week, you will feel inspired and excited about reconnecting your kids and yourselves with the outdoors. Each Monday, I will be bringing you a grown-up episode featuring conversations about all things outdoor play and adventure related. Every Wednesday, make sure you tune in for an episode just for the kids to listen to with their grown-ups, where I will bring you a simple play invitation to get you started with some fun, open-ended outdoor play. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I am so glad to be talking to you again this week. I want to start off today by saying that this episode is very much inspired by my dear husband, who is in many cases a much more thoughtful planner and is generally more inclined to consider potential needs and pitfalls in our plans. We went on a bike ride as a family not too long ago at a favorite paved loop, and there are several places along the way with creek access where the kids and I will usually stop for a break and a little play. We come most often during the week when my husband is at work. And because of that, when we do get the opportunity to go as a whole family, we don't always start off on exactly the same page with what the kids can and can't do. I tend to take a more free-for-all approach where the kids are climbing and exploring and sure, maybe they'll get a little wet or muddy So they're coming into this day with that mindset. My husband is more inclined to set manageable boundaries. No, we are not going to touch the creek today when it's cold and we have no spare clothes. And let's not trek through the trees and mud and our only pair of shoes. And we have to climb in our car in 10 minutes. This is what's going on as we're there at the park. And I'm kind of sheepishly shrugging my shoulders and My husband turns to me and says, you know, I'd be a lot more relaxed about this if we were more prepared for it. If we had extra clothes or towels in the car or if we had a plan for them getting wet or muddy. Because on that day, we definitely weren't prepared. We didn't have extra clothes. We didn't have extra shoes. And of course, he's making a very valid point. And that's a very helpful suggestion. One thing I really love about the springtime here in Tennessee, though, is that it is a brief window of this beautiful weather where we don't have to do a whole lot of prepping to get out the door. We're not at the days of needing constant sunscreen and bug protection yet, and we've just gotten past the long months of winter where I have to haul around multiple layers, taking things on and off to fit in car seats and making sure I have extra everything for the kids 
if we want to stand a chance at staying outside for an extended time. And I say that realizing that our winters are really mild. So I know that many of you have probably had it a lot harder than me in that sense. It takes a lot of prep and just a lot of stuff to get out the door in certain seasons. I love being able to notice that it's beautiful outside and just go as spontaneously as a mom of three kids can go to a park or on a hike. But I do recognize that even in the most ideal weather conditions, you are so much more likely to succeed when you are prepared for unforeseen circumstances or for an unexpected adventure. So if you do a little bit to make sure you're prepared, it's just a lot easier to be able to say yes. It takes me long enough, though, to get out the door with three kids when all we're doing is filling up water bottles and putting on shoes. So I don't really want to add preparing for every potential adverse occurrence to that process every single time. So what I've done is I've created a simple storage bin for the car that I can just leave there. I'm calling this our in-case-of-adventure bin. And actually, in my case, it's two shallow bins. And I'll explain to you what's in each one and why we have it there. I love it so much because I feel like we will be able to tackle any hiccups that might occur while we're playing outside away from home. And on top of that, a lot of the things that I'm storing are probably things that I should have been storing already in my car. They're excellent things to have in case of an emergency like your car breaking down or being stuck in serious traffic on a trip. So let's go over what's in our bins and how you can easily create your own in case of adventure bins. First up is a set of spare clothes for each person, myself included. This is so helpful for days when the weather changes unexpectedly and you get soaked in the rain or your kids find that extra fabulous puddle or muddy spot and they want to explore it or the hiking trail that you chose was more rugged than you thought. Or if you're at the playground And your kid that you thought was past the days of potty accidents doesn't quite make it to the bathroom. For this, I have just pulled together some lesser worn clothing that we already had because this is the stuff that I want to be able to leave indefinitely in the car and not care about it. I don't know about for your kids, but for me, it was really not very hard to find a mildly stained t-shirt and some lightweight pants, underwear, a pair of socks, that we won't miss in our regular rotation. I will also say that I always keep an additional pair of socks for everyone in my backpack because having wet socks when you have a long trek back to the car is just the worst. For the spring, I'm also putting a sweatshirt in for each person because there are still days when the wind can be a little cool and it definitely cools down a lot in the evenings when the sun starts to go down. If you don't have an extra outfit around that you can dedicate to just leaving in your car, what I would suggest is to try visiting a local thrift store or a children's consignment store and pick out some very inexpensive things. For us, we have a kid to kid and once upon a child nearby. I know those are pretty big chains. So you may have one of those nearby or something similar or even just a Goodwill. Typically, I can go to one of these consignment stores and find things in my kids' sizes that are marked down so that I can get t-shirts and leggings 
for about a dollar to two dollars. Remember that this is for spontaneous, emergency, usually short time use. So it doesn't have to be your kid's favorite outfit. And if you're changing clothes because you just got caught in the rain or you want dry clothes after getting muddy in a creek, it probably won't matter much what those clean, dry clothes look like. Another thing I'm putting in along with spare outfits is a couple of diapers in the size that my toddler is in right now, as well as a package of wipes that's unopened. There definitely have been times where I've left the house with a diaper bag, but forgot to replenish the diapers. So I feel like having a couple of extra diapers tucked away in the car will definitely be helpful. It's, and it's definitely actually already saved me. The second thing I have in our bin is a couple of towels for many of the same reasons that I have the clothes. In addition to being helpful, if you get unexpectedly wet or dirty, it's always helpful to have a dry towel if you get to a playground, for example, and all of the slides and swings are wet, or you need a dry spot to sit while your kids play. It's also nice to have a surface to sit muddy shoes in the car. And having a few big towels can also help give a little privacy for a child who has to change in the back of the car or any place where a bathroom or other private space isn't available. This year, I'm also storing a spare pair of shoes for each kid. This would be another instance where I would definitely recommend checking out your local kids' consignment store. You can probably find some used sneakers at a pretty low price. So for me personally, because these are just our in-case-of-adventure extra shoes that might be used just for getting back home from an adventure or maybe running that errand that I still needed to do after we were at the creek. I'm not particularly worried about them being the best quality shoes or particularly nice. Another option would be to just keep a pair of lightweight sandals in the car, just so that your kids have something to slip onto their feet if their regular shoes are out of commission. Next up in our bin is a wet bag. And I can link the one that I have in the show notes, but you can find these from a bunch of different brands on Amazon. And I think they've become more common in big box stores as well. You'll usually find them in the baby section because what they're commonly used for is cloth diapering. I've used cloth diapers for brief periods of time with my kids. So I have a couple of wet bags from that, but essentially all they are is just a waterproof bag. I have a larger one that's kind of big enough that it could line a laundry hamper, just to give you an idea of the size that I keep on hand. The number of kids you have would impact how big of a bag you'd want. This is something that I have that I can toss muddy and wet clothes into. And then when I get home, they can be dumped straight into the washing machine. And I can even toss the bag in with everything and get it clean and get it ready to stick back in our bin. This was actually something that I just recently got to try out in the wild. I haven't had the wet bag in the car for very long, but it worked perfectly. My kids had played in a creek and gotten wet and muddy, and we were able to pack everybody's clothes into this bag. When we got home later that evening, the kids tossed everything into the washing machine, including the clothes in the bag and the bag itself. We got everything washed and dried, folded up, and straight back in the car. It was perfect. All right. All of the things I've listed so far are essentially the things that I have in our car that are there in the event that we run into a messy 
or wet adventure together. It makes a huge difference for me to have all of these things because I feel like I can always say yes to my kids when they want to stomp in a puddle or get muddy, even if I haven't planned for that and even if I have to go somewhere else after that. Or like I said before, if there is a sad, wet kid on a cold day or someone's had a potty accident, these are things that if we weren't prepared would end our adventures and we'd be headed back home. When you have just a few extra supplies that are always there in the car with you, you don't have to think about it every time and you're always prepared so that you can stay and you can play. Or imagine you are at the park and you know that you have to go to the store and now you have dry clothes so that your child can make it through. On the topic of potty emergencies, let me tell you about the next thing that I keep in our In Case of Adventure bins, and that is the potette. I'm going to link you to this in the show notes, but this thing has been a lifesaver for me on a number of occasions. It is a portable potty that folds up flat. It has legs that can be locked in place so that a child can sit on it, or the legs can also be folded out all the way so it can double as a potty seat for smaller kids who are still potty training or are maybe just a little apprehensive about sitting on a big public toilet. It has been so excellent for us to have both during potty training and far beyond. It comes with these plastic bag liners that fit inside of it and have an absorbent pad in the bottom. So your child can use the potty and then you just tie up the bag and toss it. In a pinch, I have doubled up grocery bags and put in a paper towel and gotten away with that. But I do actually recommend buying the potty liners because you are just going to be much more certain that you have a fully waterproof bag that way, which is especially important if you don't have a trash can immediately available. I highly recommend this product, especially if you have little girls who can't so easily just pee behind a tree. But really, it's for anyone because even if your kid can go in the woods without too much difficulty, you're not always in a situation where that's available or where that's appropriate. So the Patet Portable Potty is definitely one of my top recommendations to keep in the car. I mentioned grocery bags and paper towels with the Patet And these are actually two things that I always have in our car as well. I have a roll in our in case of adventure bin, but I also just have a roll up by my glove compartment. My husband can tell you that I have always had this habit of stuffing any extra fast food napkins I get into the glove compartment, which I think he always thought was a little funny until the day that his drink spilled all over the center console And I, without hesitation, pulled out a big wad of napkins and cleaned it up. So I guess this is the amped up mom version of keeping napkins in the car. Now I'm upgraded to paper towels. It is always a good idea to have something to quickly clean up a spill, and they have come in handy countless times. This isn't even necessarily an outdoor adventure specific thing. It's just good common sense for any car. Even if you don't want an adventure bin, just get yourself some paper towels and plastic bags. All right, next in our adventure bin, which will come as a surprise to probably no one, is snacks. Lots of snacks. Here's the thing about snacks that I keep in our bins. These are emergency snacks. They are not snacks that I want to rely on 
they are the whoops, we forgot a snack or we're late getting out the door and I don't have time to pack anything else snacks. Because I know that there will be days that our car will get very hot. The things that I'm looking for with these snacks are that they are obviously non-perishable. I'm looking for snacks that are dry. I also want snacks that are higher calorie and have some protein so that they will be satisfying if we are going to be stuck for a while. Right now in my bin, I have a pack of crackers, a big bag of trail mix that has nuts and dried fruit, and some protein breakfast bars. I intentionally found bars and trail mix that did not have any chocolate in it and that didn't have anything drizzled on it so that there wouldn't be anything that was just going to become a big melted mess. In the event that I end up opening any of these packages while we're out adventuring, they will not go back in the bin. I'll replace them with a new sealed package of snacks just to be safe, and then the one that we opened up we'll just keep and we'll take home and we'll finish eating it. I don't want anything hanging around that might go bad or attract bugs in my car. I also want to make sure that I always have some water stored in our car. I'm a little apprehensive about having just a pack of plastic water bottles sitting in a hot, sunny car. Not only does the water end up just not tasting very good, I also just want to avoid the possibility that anything is leaching out of the plastic into the water. So what I did is I took a couple of quart-sized ball jars and just filled them up. I made sure that they are sealed very tightly and put them in the bin in such a way that if they ever did leak, they hopefully wouldn't really ruin anything else. If we forget water one day or run out, it might not be super pleasant to drink hot water out of a jar, but it's certainly better than nothing. You could also get a large stainless steel water bottle and keep that full in your car. Keep in mind that I'm thinking about spring months right now and warm weather. If you have freezing temperatures where you are, you definitely need to consider that with how you're storing water so that you don't end up with a jar exploding in your trunk. Another really essential thing that I keep in our bin that I highly encourage everyone to keep in their car somewhere is a first aid kit. I have just a basic kit. I'll link it, but just make sure that you have something. I also keep a few band-aids in my backpack. We have used our first aid kit a number of times. And when I think about our most used items, I would say they are band-aids with alcohol wipes and antibiotic ointment. We've used ice packs once or twice. And one that you might think of less often is tweezers. We have used these not just for splinters, but actually more often for ticks. Ticks are common in our area of the world, and I want to make sure that I can take care of them as quickly as possible if we do happen to find one on one of the kids or on me. I actually haven't had to remove a tick from a kid on the go, but I have had to remove one from myself. I'm sorry if that makes you squirm, but I was very glad to be able to take care of it right away. And since that time, have always kept tweezers in my first aid kit. I'll have to do another episode sometime about ticks and tick removal and other basic safety rules for hiking because having that knowledge definitely does come in handy. Okay, when I started this episode, I didn't think I had so much to share, but I'm telling you that 
every one of these things has been helpful to us in one way or another. Just a couple more things that I store in our in case of adventure bins. One is a small pack of colored pencils and a couple of activity books. Or you could rotate in a few picture books, a travel game or toy, just something that will entertain your kids in a pinch. Sometimes I have a kid who is just done exploring early and it's nice to have something along to keep them busy while their siblings are still playing. More often though, it's nice when our destination is a little farther and I have a kid who didn't bring anything along. I usually ask my kids to grab a toy or book on the way out, but sometimes they forget or I forget. And again, almost all of this is also very useful if you ever found yourself in an emergency situation where you are stuck in your car for an extended time. I'm actually gonna have to change this one up though because my oldest has started to get a little car sick if she tries to read or to draw in the car. Anything that forces her to really focus her eyes, I think. So if you have suggestions for car entertainment that isn't in that category, I would love your ideas. And just a note on this one, I specifically bring colored pencils, not crayons that can melt in my car and not markers either. The last thing that I have in my car, not actually in a bin, but folded up underneath is just a standard tarp. It's nothing particularly pretty, but this thing is so handy. It has been a waterproof picnic blanket or a tablecloth or honestly is something that my kids really love to play with. (laughs) Though I don't as often pull it out for that purpose away from home, they do love to play with tarps just in our yard. It's great to use to have just a clean, dry surface when that's needed. And I can also spread it out to protect my car if I've got dirty kids that need to pile in and change, for example, or if I need to haul something around, it's definitely come in handy. You might notice that I did not mention sunscreen or bug spray on this list, though I do highly recommend always bringing those along. And that's simply because I don't wanna keep those containers in my car that I know can get very, very hot. So for that, I actually just have a small bag that I keep right at our front door with the shoes. It has a bottle of sunscreen, a bottle of bug spray, and a bottle of a hand cleanser. And I can easily grab it on the way out so that I'm not running around looking for those things at the last second, because until I had them together in our bag, that's exactly what would happen every single time. So now they are just there and ready to go. And it's another thing that I don't have to think through and run around and find as we're trying to run out the door. And there you have it, folks. That is all of the things that I keep on hand for our In Case of Adventure supplies that allow us to keep the fun going no matter what we run into. I hope this has been helpful and has got you thinking about what you can put in your own adventure stash. I will wrap up now with a quick recap of what I keep in my two In Case of Adventure bins in my car. In bin number one, which is the one that we use more regularly and stuff's going in and out pretty often. I keep spare clothes for everybody, diapers if you're in that stage, wipes, a couple of towels, spare shoes, and a wet bag. In my second bin, I have my portable potty and liners, paper towels and plastic bags, 
snacks, water, a first aid kit, and a simple kids activity like coloring books or a travel game. And then underneath my bins, I have my tarp. I promise you that when you have taken a little time to think through possible hiccups and prep for those things, it will help you feel more free to say yes and to enjoy the time that you are outside. And it will also make all the preparation time leading up to going out feel so much easier because you know that even if you forget something, you probably have enough to get by with what is already in your car. All right, now I'm curious to know, do you have an in-case-of-adventure bin or a similar set of supplies in your car? I would love to hear what you have found most useful as you are out adventuring with your family. The best way to share your ideas and join the discussion is with us over on Instagram, where you can find me at Happy Outdoor Families. I would love to connect with you, and I would love to be able to feature some of your great ideas for outdoor supplies on the account. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and take a minute to leave a rating and a review. This is probably the most helpful thing you can do to help more people find this brand new podcast. Thank you so much for being here and listening in. Don't forget to check back in on Wednesday for our next happy outdoor playtime with your kids. I hope you all have a great week and I will see you outside. Bye.